welcome to this episode of Inspirational Crits, the game of D&D that I play with my friends where I make them curse or cry by rolling dice. We'll just, we'll just jump right into what happened last time, shall we? Victor got his, well, a little bit of his emotional damage. It's not out of the way yet. Victor's doing okay. He's just angry. Just, he's always angry, though. That's, that's He's angrier. Trick. Go on. Keep he's going. Like, he's like Hulk. Anyway, so the party had a nice little breakfast with Sertaria's family before heading for Waterdeep, which caused a few differing emotions with some members of the group. Upon reaching Waterdeep via the teleportation circle in the Lust of the Dragon, which made both Victor and Yarkris a little uncomfortable, Yarkris more than Victor, Victor tells the group about his dream of Thalia. Then, upstairs, the party meets with Iovana, the proprietor of the brothel. They are then introduced to Lucan, who told them about the love of his life, light of his eye, Belafera, who was being held captive in a brothel in the Feywild city of Caledonia. Once they accepted the job, the group then made their way out into the city, Octa being very cautious of her surroundings, where Victor was like, hey, you need some help here, you're invisible now. They made their way to the veterinary estate in the Sea Ward, where Victor found out that not all is well at home. His sister, Julia, explains that their parents have been fighting and reveals a letter implicating their father and uncle's involvement with nefarious people and possibly with Ateus's death. Oh, shit. And... Mm. That is where we left off. Victor, while you're still holding this letter in your hand and you're finishing reading it, you look up to, like, talk to your sister. But your vision blurs and goes black. And you see it's kind of like things are moving fast and slow at the same time. And you see your brother. The background's just black. You can't tell where he is, but you see him walking and he has a piece of parchment in his hand and you watch him walk up to your uncle sitting in a chair at a table you still can't tell it's just your uncle your brother the table and the chair and you see Ateus slap this piece of parchment down on the table and he goes what the hell is this you see your uncle glance down at the paper and look back up at Ateus I'm trying to give us our salvation your brother, his shoulders tense, and you can see he's trying to hold back his anger. I know what the Zentarum is capable of. I'll be damned if you drag my father any further into this than you already have. And if any of this hurts Julia or Victor in any way, I will personally remove you from our family tree. Painfully. And no one will even remember your name. Damn. Your uncle leans back in the chair. You're a fool, Ateus. No more than you. Now stay the fuck away from my family. And you see your uncle, like, raise an eyebrow. I am your family. Your brother kind of, like, gets really close in his face. Not anymore. And he turns and leaves wherever he is. And you blink and your vision's back and you're looking down at your sister, who's kind of, like, has her head tilted. Um... Victor, you okay? Do you know what this might be? Yeah, Julie. Um, I'm okay. Um, you, you sure? Cause you're a little like little pale there. Yeah. One second. 
and Victor is going to cast a message to uh, Charlie. Charlie, can you meet me up in Julie's room, please? Uh, Charlie will send a message back and be like, of course, I'll be there in a second. Uh, Victor kind of leans down to Julie and says, Charlie's coming up. Um, I want you involved in this conversation because, yes, I know what this is about. At least I think I do. All right. Also, like, one more thing. Yeah. I think Mira might be in trouble. And you know that Mira is the woman that was supposed to get married to your brother, Ateus. The one who said that Ateus was meeting her in the market the day that he died. Why do you think she's in trouble? Her parents kind of have her, like, locked in the house. They won't let her out. There's rumors going around the city that... I, they're not true. They can't be true. There's rumors saying that she killed Ateus. I don't think that she did, but we'll get to the bottom of this. I mean... I've tried to go and talk to her, but her parents won't let me near the house. I don't think that'll be a problem, Julie. And Victor, like, fully goes down the whole one knee thing. He goes, it's been a long time since I've been back. Way too long. But a lot's changed, and we can fix this. Me and my friends, we've... We've done a lot, and I trust them. I hate to say this, but Julie, I trust them more than I do father at this point. Oh. Not more than you. And he kind of like puts his <laughs> hand on her shoulder and smiles and goes, I'd... Better not. Of course not. So you're like part of an adventuring group now? I guess you could. What? Yeah. <laughs> What's your group name? Because like all the stories I've always read, they always have a group name. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Victor kind of <laughs> stares off and he goes, I mean, I guess you could call us the good guys. Oh, no. That's so lame. <laughs> you should think of a better one. Uh, well, I'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, you should. At this point, I would say that Charlie probably gets into the room. Uh, Charlie will knock on the door because she is polite. Uh, Victor looks at Jules. It's your room, yeah. sis. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Julia goes and she opens the door and like smiles at me which by the way the last time that you saw julia she was like five yeah wow you've really grown into a beautiful woman haven't you thanks charlie you've been gone a really long time victor really missed you (laughs) (laughs) i mean we all missed you but like victor really missed you i'm sure he did my travels wasn't so great alone either but I'm here now and uh she'll go in to hug Julie Julia will give her a hug back so what are we doing I and Victor definitely looks pained at this I know that I've mentioned that I don't trust my uncle or his motivations I have reason to believe that it might be the conspiracy might be more widespread than I thought uh we're about to have a meal right uh yeah I need you to do your thing and keep talking and try and keep people's attention off of me. I'm not going to be there, but it's going to look like I am. Okay. So it, it's why. Hmm? Why can't you just be? There? I need to look through my father's documents. And then Charlie will just take a second and then she'll just take on Victor's form hmm. or you can just be there. That also works. <laughs> But then where's Charlie? Hmm. Charlie went home. She had business to take care of with her own family. I think that should work. Yeah. Okay, then. And Victor looks resolute and just kind of gives Charlie a hug and he goes, okay, um, 
do you know how soon until the meal's ready? Uh, your mother was having them prepare, so probably like maybe a half hour. Okay. Why don't we have a goodbye very loudly and then you can just become invisible? Then I'll turn into you. So we'll walk out and then only you will walk back. All right. That'll work. Sounds good. Do you want to be invisible with my magic or your own? I feel like it might be better if I have it. That way, if you cast something else, you have the ability. Although if you do cast hmm. a spell, then you're not going to be invisible anymore. That's Maybe it's just idea. better if you control it. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> I should be good on this. Yeah. Thank you, though. Of course. All right. Anything well, I can do to help. I suppose we can take the time now and uh, yeah, dinner's coming along. Sounds good. Victor again does the extend the crook of the elbow and kind of nods towards the door. Uh, Charlie will take it. And Julia's like, do you need me to do anything? I'm going to need you at the meal to help distract and potentially feed me information that I may or may not know. Right. Got it. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Also, Jules, how often has Uncle been over, would you say? It's, um... It's been sparse, actually. Okay. Maybe once a week. Hmm. So Victor would know, is that more or less often than usual? Right back. Much less. Okay. You guys would have like regular family dinners together because like, well, I don't know. It's your family. Did he marry, have kids or anything? I'm assuming no. Yeah. He has a whole family. He has a whole family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys probably regularly get together either you go over there or he and his family come over here for dinners usually your uncle is over quite a bit either discussing work because they are they work in the same trade Mm -hmm. they work together but yeah usually your uncle was over several times a week okay well i suppose that's honestly good for tonight then i'll have to check in on him at a later later point and actually victor is going to offer a hug to julie she will hug you back <laughs> nice and tight. Victor tries to pick her up. Give me a strength check. That's an eight. <laughs> you, you you go to pick her up. You kind of like lift her up, but her, her just on her tiptoes. Like mm-hmm. she's 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 bigger. Well, Vic, not bigger than, but like it's been a while since you tried to pick her up. Vic is a wafy lad. <laughs> he is a very wafy lad I with his 12 strength. It. So, yes, you leave the room. And about the same time, your father is coming out of his office He's halfway down the grand staircase by the time you get there. Mm-hmm. And he looks up and he sees Charlie and just a big beaming smile appears on his face. Charlotte, it is good to see you. It's been a very long time. It has, sir. Thank you so much. It is also, uh, it is also a pleasure to see you. You'll be staying with us for lunch, I'm assuming. Unfortunately, I do have some feeling matters to take care of as I have not stopped at home but I definitely will be back later. Well, I'm not sure how long you're going to be in town, but I do hope that you'll come for dinner at least once. Of course. Well, safe travels. Say hello to your family for me. Will do, sir. Thank you so much. And he continues down the stairs and it goes into the sitting room where everybody else is sitting. <laughs> Catherine also seems to be sitting. Well, not seems to. She is sitting there. The rest of you who are in the sitting room see... Uh, Pythias and Catherine kind of like meet eyes and do that thing where it's like, we have guests, so we shall be civil. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and he sits down in another chair next to his wife and you guys go to the front door. And so we go through the front door. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I want to check and see if um, you mentioned there was a maid. I want to see if anyone's looking out the windows or anything. Perception check. Perception check. I will assist. That's a 21. 21. Never mind. He doesn't need me to assist. Sorry. It was a good <laughs> roll. <laughs> you look You look up at the windows of your house mm-hmm. and you don't see anybody at any of the windows looking out. Okay. All right. I think we should take a little time, make it seem like you did the good show and at least walked me to the castle ward gates. If you didn't, I think your family would be very upset. That's a fair point. (laughs) I guess uh, I don't mean this in a bad way, but seeing how you're able to handle yourself now, I wouldn't even cross my mind that you might need an escort, although. (laughs) You and I both know that. True. (laughs) But Waterdeep doesn't. Uh, so I guess Victor kind of like, there's a corner around the other way that Ateus would take because it can't be uh, really easily watched from any of the windows. Probably take that way. Just step around that corner. Uh, Charlie will follow him and she'll lean against the wall. Victor, how are you doing? My dad was also likely involved with what happened. And I'm also pretty sure that he lied to me earlier. So I'm pretty conflicted. I'm I'm happy you're here with me, though. Charlie will smile and reach forward and like kind of like grasp his like for like forearm and give him a squeeze like that must be very difficult and I'm so sorry but I'm happy I'm here for you too and I I hope that we're able to get to the bottom of this we will and um I also saw Ateus you did yeah like in person I don't know when when Julie handed me he pulls out the letter and kind of not enough to read it, but he pulls it out. He goes, this um, letter was sent to my father or uncle, and um, I, I, I had a vision, and I saw Ateus confront my uncle about it, and I'm going to finish what he started. Well, the difference between you and Ateus is that you got me. <laughs> I mean, and the, and the party. But, like, well, we got your back. I know you do. We'll take down the bad guy. And she'll, like, make the action, like, uh, uh, like punching. <laughs> yeah, well... We'll do right by him. I know it. Victor, hmm? you never told me what the manacles were for. Look, if you don't want to talk about it, I understand. They're for my uncle. Okay. And he looks really pained when he says that. Just, I don't, I don't know if I can kill a family member. I spent so long thinking about it, and I don't know that is what I should do. That is what Ateus would want, but I can at least make sure that he can't fuck up anything else. That's totally fair. Well... Whatever we need to. And she'll lean forward and give him a kiss. On the cheek. <laughs> On the cheek. <laughs> On the cheek. What do you roll um, for blush? <laughs> and uh, and then she'll pull out her onyx dog and hand it to Victor because um, it does not acquire a t- Not that I anticipate you running into any issue, but if you do, you have backup before I get there. He smiles and takes it and goes to give Charlie a hug. And she will of- give- Sorry? <laughs> I said she will return the hug. Above table, what does the dog do again? Uh, I'm I'm looking for the thing I sent. I got, um, and I'm sending it now. But basically, essentially, you can like summon a mastiff, and it can see invisibility, basically a- act on its own and attack. Awesome. This is only alone, though. I oh, want no, him back. Of course. <laughs> that was some fantastic role playing. Victor, take inspiration. Okay. But if Charlie didn't already have it, then give it to her too. But Charlie already has inspiration. Twice. <laughs> How's dinner coming? Yeah, I was going to say, I think that at this point, uh, Charlie's going to be like, yep, 
I think that uh, we've delayed and stalled long enough. So mm -hmm. I'll see you on the other side. She'll give him a wink and then she'll turn into her uh, into Victor. Alrighty, and along that same time, Victor will kind of give like a mock salute, which counts as the touching himself to turn invisible. Charlie, Charlie Victor will uh, walk back to the house. The Charlator. Okay, so while they were having this conversation, what were you guys having a conversation with uh, with the uh, the veterinaries about? I said prickly pear. If we're going to cook this right, we're going to cook it with prickly pear. Now, where is it? Are you just in the kitchen? Yes. You were with a man named Javier. Okay. And he's just, no, anjo pear is better than prickly pear. He's arguing with you about cooking. <laughs> now, listen here. Anjo pear is not rare enough. Prickly pear would taste great with all the flavors involved. And you guys out in the sitting room kind of just hear like mutterings and then like the word pear and little snippets of like arguing, two people arguing over what pear to use in a dish. As as, as that's happening, Okta is just kind of like very awkwardly like twiddling her thumbs and looking around and just thinking to herself, this place looks familiar in the sense that she's been in a lot of nice looking places in this city before. I was wondering if she's ever been to this one specifically. Uh, no, she's not been to this one specifically. Yeah. So Leia's we'll actually just... kind of stifling a laugh the whole time. She's kind of giggling at it. That's rude. <laughs> at, at this argument, you know, at this oh, argument. Oh, at the pair. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I would, I would say that probably uh, Catherine and Pythias were probably probably having a conversation asking you guys like oh well how did you meet our son <laughs> thank god charlie's not there because you can actually say something that's possibly not the truth yeah so how did you all run into victor trevok just sort of got in his typical like not oafish but like very direct manner is like oh we found him in a tree <laughs> because i mean that like above table that's true i we don't know much about how victor got there so not inaccurate not so catherine is right. just like look at each other like flabbergasted like in a tree what was he doing in a tree and then like julia walks in you found him in a tree what was he doing in a tree <laughs> she'll oh. ask this shit out loud that her parents won't <laughs> yeah yeah trayvok just thinks really hard and goes ah, i don't know he, he he wasn't doing so hot but we fixed him up and he he, he came right along with us seemed to really uh take a liking to charlie oh yeah he would. So you guys have like little snippets of conversation. Um, and then the Charlie Victor slash invisible Victor can make it back to the house. And I would say that Yarkers, would your lunch be done by this point? I can say we'll just yeah. save time. Yeah. 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 Minus it's, the pears. Lunch is, lunch is light. They decide. Yeah. They both decide. You know what? No pears then. We will stop fighting and we won't no, put pears in. No, we bad pears. <laughs> it's a fruit salad. It's a fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> okay, you compromise and put both pears in there, but then you instantly regret it because, oh God, now there's too many pears. But it's like, we're just going to have to go with it. Quickly, pears not even a pear. You could do both. And you guys see Victor walk back into the, the room that you're in. And then Pythias, oh. Welcome back, Victor. Did you get her home safe? Indeed, I did. I got her to the, as far as I could. Uh, they would not allow me entrance into the castle ward as I hadn't presented all the proper paperwork and things. So I saw her to the ward and I let them take it from there. 
the castle ward is safe enough. She should be fine. She doesn't live too far in. I did ask one of them to escort her the rest of the way if they would not allow me to accompany her. Good on you, my boy. Well, should we go have lunch? Catherine stands up and kind of like smooths out the wrinkles on her dress and leads you all into a very nice dining room. It is a little sparsely decorated, but it still looks very nice. Charlie, you definitely remember it being more decorated than it it is right now. And as you guys sit down for dinner, we'll just, or lunch, we will just go over to Victor. That way I don't, we don't have to role play a meal because that's <laughs> just awkward. Nobody likes doing that. Victor, what are we doing? Okay. So I'm going up to my father's study and there are three pieces of information that I want to look for. Okay. First is going to be, father said that they're dealing in magical artifacts. I want to take a look at his books and see if that seems to be true. Okay. So, so are you searching his desk? Yes. Give me an investigation check. It'll be a 14. 14. It takes a little bit. You do manage to find your father's books. It looks as though maybe he's moved them a little bit since you've last time you've been in his study. But you do manage to find them. Inside of them, you find uh, older entries of various dealings with various ships from the harbor, different goods, various, even some poisons, some acids and stuff mm-hmm. that are... Because not all poisons are illegal. Yeah. So this is more of the up and up books that he's been keeping. But they do look a bit spar- sparse mm-hmm. compared to what you think they usually do okay you imagine that he probably doesn't keep the whole slave trade illegal magical item yeah no not that's enough he couldn't even keep up i'm assuming it'd be he couldn't even keep up their current lifestyle with what's on the books Mm -mm. okay you don't know why they haven't been getting as much business. You can make any kind of assumptions. Yeah. The other one I want to look for any kind of correspondence between him and his brother, any kind of contracts that have been signed just before Ateus's death. Give me an investigation check. Ready? That's an 11. Um, oh, wait. I took a feat this last level up. Mm-hmm. Lucky. Oh, oh, God. Two of you have lucky now. 16. With a 16. You do, you open the drawers in your father's desks and you do manage to see that one of them seems to appear to have a false bottom, Mm -hmm. but somewhere far in the back you find, you're trying to lift it up, but you do find a keyhole and it is locked. Okay. Uh, The last one, and Victor isn't going to think that this is like going to be a major secret, but he kind of wants to have a look on his own. He wants to see if there's any reference to a veterinary with a first initial R for the signet ring. So Give me one more investigation check. So I'm going to burn a second point. Oh, geez. This is important for you. That was a nat one. Oh, yeah, no, that's fair. 14. You do manage to find you have the book of your family history. Mm -hmm. That is very common. You know what it looks like. You carry one of yourself, Mm -hmm. but your father has like other texts. R is a common first letter for a name. There have been some R names in your family, Mm -hmm. but none of them appear to strike out as being important important enough okay so like no one from like the main house in recent history no okay not in recent history okay that's what i was looking for at this point i guess uh charlie's gonna get a message of how's lunch going well guys how is lunch going but by, by the way uh I, haven't, I wasn't really clear on this are we in on this plan or are we just assuming we're having lunch with vic you're just assuming you're having lunch with vic <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> 
I wasn't sure how, we're, how we were playing great. that. Trayvok is just deeply embroiled in a conversation about like all of the different trade that the family does. He's asking about like what kind of cool ales they've traded in, what kind of cool weapons they've traded in, just like really playing to his own interests, but not mm-hmm. fully understanding that that's not like super their area of commerce. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, he has dealt with, like, weapons and stuff before, and Pythias is more than happy to... You can can definitely see where Victor gets his sense of enthusiasm for commerce and economics. His business acumen, if you would. Yes, it's from his father. I would be arguing with the chef. (laughs) Well, the chef's not there anymore. What are you, you still in the kitchen not eating lunch with everybody else? I could actually yeah. say that. I just realized something. Hmm. Vic knew who Saleo was. Would would Vic's father know? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. That might be an interesting bit of role play. <laughs> you only recognized her by her name, right? Yeah, true, true. It was only by her name. It wasn't by like... And like, let's be honest. Saleo don't look like a princess. <laughs> well, hey. hey. You do not look... You, bitch, you have blue hair. Okay. Okay, fair, but I am still... F- fairly hoity-toity okay. in how I carry myself and You're wearing I'm drastic pants. then I'm they are fine pants they are fucking like Gucci shit my dude they're like Gucci <laughs> then I'm sorry at some point because Vic would have known that too or put the two together at some mm-hmm. point Saleo would have gotten a message from Vic of hey if you want to see my father fall all over himself just go ahead and drop your name he hasn't asked me my name I mean honestly I feel like we probably would have mm. but like well, I mean, Maybe, we can play. It we might can, not be. It might not be like the Salea name that gets yeah. him, because like that, it, it could be more fair. a Moonflower name. Oh, dude, no, we can. I know we can play that. Charlie, you're you're in Vic, and you're trying to act all proper because you're with your family, so you can address me as Miss Moonflower. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but would Charlie know to do that as Victor? I'm just gonna go with um, that same message of if, if you want to see my father fall all, all over himself, just drop the family name. Fair enough. <laughs> Oh, uh, so, M- Mr. Vetinari, have you had any recent dealings with my family? I'm not quite sure who your family is, my dear. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I-, I thought you know. I- I- I'm Saleya Moonflower. And he is, like, in the middle of taking a bite and just starts choking <laughs> on prickly pear. <laughs> <laughs> and Catherine's eyes widen and like Julia's just like, okay, she has a pretty last name. And <laughs> well, is, is that a, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, dear. I didn't quite catch that. Is it a yes or a no? He like dabs she's kinda, She's kind of got this shit-eating grin on her face as she's asking. <laughs> oh, God. My dear, I, my apologies. I wasn't aware we were in the company of the princess and julia's like really catherine's like julia your manners <laughs> i'm sorry really my lady <laughs> and just like cat you just see catherine like rub at her temple mm-hmm. yeah that's that's me flash is the signet ring hi <laughs> my uh my apologies for not treating you with more respect well, well you know so How's things been? I understand my dad used to do some business with you. Uh, well, no. Evermeet doesn't... hasn't really done a lot of... See, that's not what I heard. She's just trying to fluster him at this point, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what Victor has told you, Victor, <laughs> but no, we have not had the chance. I have 
tried to make connections with the Moonflower family on Evermeet, but uh, has been met with rejection. Oh, how convenient. Well, I guess you probably should have listened to your son more because he's been a bit more successful in negotiations than you ever were. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) You see, like, he has this look on his face where he, like, he wants to, like, he kind of, like, a little vein pops up. (laughs) And you're just like, oh, the male veterinaries have a temper. Got it. Runs in the family. But, like, he's holding his tongue because, like, it's a... <laughs> well, I'm proud that my son could do such a good job. He's... What is this feeling? To... Pride in somebody else. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Pythias is very proud of all of his siblings. Oh, all of his children. Oh, his siblings? Okay. Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> maybe not oh, really. God. Are we in Mississippi? <laughs> oh, God. No, he's proud of all I of his I love you, children. Brun. <laughs> Sorry. Stop it. <laughs> well, um, well, hopefully we're looking forward to working with your family then. How is your mother? Dead. Catherine, now it's Catherine's turn to choke. And she like, <laughs> reaches out and like smacks Pythias on the arm and Pythias' eyes are like so wide. And he's just like, I am terribly sorry, uh, Princess. I, I was not aware. When did this happen? I'm so, um, I, I shouldn't have asked that, but... I, Best yeah, I figured a few the, months ago. Tell me, do you know a little stain named Elzalor? Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is amazing. I know that he is the new king. He took over the throne when his father died about a year ago, I believe. Of... Is, is this providing enough distraction for Victor the Fish? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would say probably at about this time, Invisible... Invisible Victor would be done with whatever he wants to be doing. Yeah, well, whatever we just did. Basically walking <laughs> down into the room just to listen. <laughs> I would say you probably came in just as your mom was choking on her food. I head out of the kitchen into the dining room and go, who wants tea? Okay, wait, wait, wait. If, if I came down at the exact moment that she was choking, uh, another message to Saleya. Let him know that I promised to help you kill him. Oh, well, um, so... I, I only ask because, I mean, technically, you know, I saved Victor's life, we a few times, he saved my life a few times, either way, back and forth, blood debt, he's gonna help me kill him. <laughs> um, you see both of your parents go, like, pale, and they're like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? what oh, I'm, I'm sorry, was I not clear about part of that? What is going on? And Pythias is just like, you talked my son into help first of all i guess oh gosh okay oh gods why do you want to kill the king of Everesca? aren't they like oh because he killed my family and tried to kill me and is trying to do some really bad shit and kind of take over the world type shit you might want to jump on board with us message to message to salaya they also knocked charlie the fuck out oh yeah they also (laughs) you know hurt charlie tried to kill her you know. There's dead silence in the dining room while they're trying to process what they've just been told. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like Victor just showed up out of nowhere dropped, after six months. Dropped a thousand with, gold. Dropped a thousand gold in his dad's lap. Six other friends, one of which is a princess of a ta- of an island that he's not allowed to go on to, saying that they now have connections there. And also saying that they're about to go kill a king. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're 
de facto at war with them because, you know, shit. Um, princess, I think that perhaps, and he's like glancing over at the Charlie Victor. I need to have a, another private conversation with my son at some point, but I think Victor this is, drops invisibility. I think that'd be a good idea. You see, oh. they're like looking between the two Victors. Like, Pythias, like, what is the meaning of this? What? So I just looks at Victor like, I fucking knew it. Charlie <laughs> will turn herself invisible. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of like out of the room. I imagine her doing that thing that little kids do when they like slide down their chairs underneath the table. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Give me a stealth check, Abby. <laughs> of course you would ask that while I'm not home. Okay, I'm sorry, but Victor pulling that badass move has to be some kind of inspiration, right? You already got inspiration, my dude. No, no, no. I'm saying for yeah. Charlie, bardic inspiration. I don't. I can't give you bardic inspiration. No, I'm saying no, I can give Charlie bardic inspiration. <laughs> um, I would say that they are relatively distracted. So okay. yeah, sure, you can have advantage. Who wants to <laughs> roll for Charlie because she's not home? I got you. I don't know her pluses. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So, Joe, you have my sheet. What is I it? have your numbers. I have your numbers. I just rolled an 11 on the die. If anybody else wants to take it. I'll say I found dice online and I also rolled an 11. So 11 sounds good. <laughs> so just an 11. Wow. 11 okay. Hold on, an 11 on the die? Yeah. You have a plus 7 to your stealth. So that's so, an 18. So you she- do manage to get out from under the table without <laughs> knocking anybody. Cool. All right. And so now we're here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you just have a confused mother and father and Ju- well, Julia knew the plan. So but she's just kind of like she's si- she's doing the, the Kermit the Frog meme where she's sipping the di- uh, sipping the tea like, well, that's none of my business. <laughs> I imagine Octa is just like shoveling food in her mouth like popcorn. Like, yeah, wow. So, Father, yes, you've taught Father. me a lot. The first was in negotiations when it seems like something is being kept from you. It's rarely worth it to ask what that might be. Find out for yourself. What are you trying to imply? You're, and he kind of like looks around the house. Your business has been slower than usual and trying to shame you. I don't mean this as an attack, not this at least. But even with what it's been, you couldn't afford to keep the house. I looked at your books. Victor. How gauche. You could have just asked. I did. And he pulls out the note. What, what is that? The letter from your business associates with his entarum. I interject, please. What? I just want to interject and say that at this point, Charlie would have like gone around the corner, made herself visible as herself and come up behind Victor and placed a hand on his back. That's it. Continue. Okay. They look confused, but Victor's like in the middle saying stuff. So where I got it, it's not important. Now, you taught me a lot about business, but our gardener also taught me how to recognize a rotten branch. The thing is, if you don't take care of it, it kills the whole tree. So now, Victor, I don't know what you're talking about. Insight. Is he lying to me? Give me an insight check. 24. 24. Yep. Your father, you look deep into your father's eyes and you have had long conversations with him before. That is not the face of a man who is lying. He honestly has no idea what you're talking about. Victor sighs, walks over and hands him the letter. Does this look familiar? He takes a letter from you, unfolds it, reads through it. I makes the connection of the dates. Ateus died after he confronted your brother with this. What? Yes. His hands are starting to shake. You can see the paper and he like quickly folds it up. Victor holds his hand out to take it back. He gives it to you. I've never seen that. Mateus was gods. And he like lowers his head into his hands and you just hear very, very meekly. It should have been me. Do you know who that letter is from? The chain lord. 
was the keeper of the slaves in the Zentarum. What happened? Not sure. A couple months ago, dead silence from the Chain Lord. Nothing. And then Jacob came to me and said that slaves are not going to be a thing that we can profit off anymore. But he said that we could, we still have a business proposition with artifacts and that it might make us more money than the slaves ever could. So tell Look, me if I might strikes. be the face, but your uncle, he's the one that went to the Centaurum. I, I... That's how it was always meant to be, isn't it? The second born is the one who does the dangerous. And Victor looks very pained at that. Victor, I don't know what's going on, but if anything, gods, do not confront your uncle about this. I will deal with it. No. No. Victor, listen to me. Um, listen, listen to me. And he gets that tone in his voice. The serious, like, listen to me voice. Yeah. Victor is going to go ahead and six level command. Oh, shit. No, you listen. And listen is the command word. Okay. Uh, what's the save on that? Uh, that would be a wisdom 17. And can I go ahead and say the tones would be the uh, unsettling word. So you're going to take a minus 1d10 on that. So take a minus 5 on whatever you roll. Yeah, he fails. Father, I do love and care about you as I do mother and Julie and the family. So understand how much this pains me to say this. You have been neglectful in your duties towards the family. So no, we, and Victor looks around to his group, we will take care of this and Julie and I will handle the family business from here on out. So leg is a really like affirmative nod to that. And Julie kind of pops up. Um, Can I like maybe not? Do like the family business? <laughs> I will handle it remotely. We'll figure something out, but I'm sorry. This happened under your watch. How was I supposed to say no to him, Victor? I know that you couldn't. And this is the first point that Victor's like, he's been tense this whole time and he finally loosens. He goes, I know that you couldn't because I could never say no to Ateus. That's why you need me to do this. I need to talk to him. At least hear me. Do one thing for me, please. The, the gala is in two days. Just, can we deal with it after that? Yeah. He, sure. like, stands up and he just takes your arm. Can we please talk privately? Yes. He takes you out into the foyer and, like, across the hall to, like, the sitting room. I want to talk to him. Maybe I, I need to figure out. I need to hear from him what happened. You can deal with it. That's fine. But I need to talk to him and your mother can't handle any more rumors I understand here is what I need for that to happen I understand for the family to avoid rumors others might not be able to be there I need to hear it from him too what happened to my brother that's understandable so while we're being honest your uncle got an item from the Zentarum it's the item that we're supplying to the gala for the auction it's a mirror okay. so just let's try to be careful Understood. I suppose while we're here, I do have one other question for you. Well, two, I guess. First, before I ask anything, I have to say, I, I'm sorry for losing my temper, but I hope that you understand. It seems that a temper is a thing that the veterinaries share. Yeah. The second and Victor kind of looks down his hand, holds up the signet ring that he has and says, do you recognize this? I lost mine. You, you lost <laughs> your signet ring. Well, more I used it to pay for Artemis, which... Have you met him? Well, it's not important right now. I used it for something, and it broke. He looks at the ring. I mean, that's our symbol that R is odd. Mm -hmm. 
don't, I can't say that I, it looks old. Where did you find this? <laughs> um, I found it in a store that doesn't really exist or not no, as Victor, much. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, traveling, <laughs> traveling with adventures is weird. And he kind of relays that there was a store that would move around, but like, and I'd assume his father kind of thought like, oh yeah, like, like a wagon. Like a caravan. Yeah. No, a wagon. no, a, it was a building that moved. Yeah. That's, that's wackadoodle. Yeah. <laughs> While I was drinking. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Pythias does not say wackadoodle. That is not in his Aww. vocabulary. Um, I was no. really hoping that was canon too. No, no, no. Canon wackadoodle. Canon Give us the canon wackadoodle. It's definitely something that Julia would say, not mm, Pythias. Yeah, yeah. So he oh. claps a hand on your shoulder. Victor, you know I would never keep something like that from you, right? If I knew, you would know. I, I know that now, and I'm sorry that I lost faith. It's been... It's been six months, I know. Yeah. Feels longer. <laughs> It feels so much longer. Try not to stay away too long next time. I'll do my best, Dad. I'm assuming you're leaving again. Yeah, the needing to kill a king wasn't part of any kind of act or anything. That's actually true. Yeah, yeah that's that's something we're going to have to have a conversation about. Victor, you can't yeah. kill a king. Um, I can help. I think I'm good as long as... Um, I mean, well, Oh, no, he's just going to hold him still. Yeah. You're not there. Shut up. Um, oh, I thought you were still here. Look, no, you're not there. Shut no. up. Look, you, you've seen me fight before. I don't like spilling actual blood. They're plenty good at that on their own. I just make sure th- make sure people can't move. I mean, look, you, you remember how it was with Ateus? I would just keep the guy down while the city guard came. It's just... That is fair. One, <laughs> one more question before we go back and mm-hmm. everybody gets suspicious. Yeah. So Charlotte... Yes. She's back in the picture. Yeah, it seems that way. How exactly back in the picture is she? Victor smiles and he just goes, um, there are a few more things we need to talk about, but I think that your optimism might not be misplaced. He like claps a hand on your back. It's my boy. Also, you and I need to talk about Myth Carver, but you're right. We need to get back. Yes, we can talk later. You go back into the dining room. Catherine looks confused. Pythias kind of gives a We'll talk about it later. Kind of look their fight that they the had. Obviously, signature veterinary look. Sorry, the signature veterinary look. And so now, what do we do? Victor's gonna eat because it's been a while. Um, All right. So, yeah. Real quick question: the the whole bit about the mirror thing. We did not hear that. No. Okay. Did we hear the bit where Chain Lord? Yeah, you were the room for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it was anything after talking to his uncle. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Octa definitely bristled at that mention, but I don't know if she, now that we're like apparently friendly back to lunch, I don't know that she would necessarily bring that up right now. She kind of. All right. So you guys finish your lunch. What do you want to do with the rest of your day? I think I would probably, once we're done with the lunch, I kind of like pull Victor aside and just kind of whisper chain lord uh victor pulls out the letter and kind of points at where he's referenced he says apparently my uncle had some business dealings with zentarum specifically this you know by pure reflex i was going to say gentleman but he doesn't deserve that this person and i don't know anything about him do you <laughs> it's been a while when I knew him, his name was Zimnoran Birir, mm. uh, a wood elf. Is he the type to kill someone himself, or 
more work through any intermediaries. Give me a history the, check. Yeah, I was going to say, being the... Give me a history check, Octa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 17. Yeah, you would know that Zunorin definitely was not... He was He was the, I'm going to have one of my underlings or another underling go I mean, do the dirty work for me. He's the head of slave trading, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Most of the lords of Waterdeep don't really do a lot of their own dirty work. Wait, he's a lord? What would I know about this guy? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. I just heard lord. I had to ask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from what I know, he's bad news. If you need help, let me know. Well, I plan to bury at least his branch of whatever organization he's in, so would that be... Bear. Sorry? We could bury the whole thing. Don't try. When you say that, Victor just kind of gives you the side eye and smiles. Octo would probably not be very confident in that. <laughs> no, but like we we could try the very like yeah we can bury all of it. We could try and probably fail. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the very least, he needs to go. Definitely. Well, in any case, Yarkris's lunch is delicious. So, and Victor just kind of goes back to his sandwich. I think it was <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, there was like some kind of a sandwich. And did I make I a sandwich? I don't know. know. It was solid. Maybe Javier made the sandwich. Yeah, you know what? Javier. Victor's also missed Javier's cooking for real. <laughs> yeah, and you've also noticed now, Victor, kind of like being in the house for as long as you have. You've noticed that it seems that Eliza and Javier are the only two remaining staff members your parents have on the payroll. Uh, I'm gonna message Javier and Eliza. How long has it been okay. since you two have been paid? Uh, so. Which one do you message first? Because you can only do like one at a time. Javier. Uh, Javier says that they were paid recently. Okay. So it appears as though your father is still paying the staff, just mm -hmm. not as much staff. Okay. All right. So uh, I think now might be a good time to take a break and uh, we can figure out what we're going to do after that. You're right back, everybody. everyone joey here i hope you are having a fantastic and spooky october here on inspirational crits fall is one of our favorite times of years for most of us at least and it is of course a very busy season as you all know very well but i hope that you are enjoying domain of the nameless god i am having an absolute blast dming this campaign for my players if you also want to run this campaign for your players, I have a link in the description down below that will send you to where you can buy it. The year is nearly over and it has been one crazy year. And also, we won't be hosting any panels, but myself and a couple of members of the cast are going to be at YomaCon the weekend of November 3rd through the 6th in Detroit, Michigan. If you happen to catch us there, come say hi. We'll be manning tables down at the ConSwap area. Other than that, I don't think I have anything else for you, so I'll go ahead and let you get back to the episode. Enjoy the show. And we're back. Hey, we're back. So, what are we doing? I have no idea. I'm probably still in a room with Javier. Hint, um, hint, 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 nudge, nudge at Charlie. 
I feel like I was asked if I was here because the power of bees telling me I need to go home and face my drama. I am not telling you that you need to go home. I'm saying that that's one of the other reasons that you're here. Not the reason that you're here, but it's it's a thing that's here. You do not have to go home. You guys can go do something else. Trayvok's contribution to the conversation is he vaguely recalls that we were invited to a party and Trayvok would like to party. Party? So... not not so much a straight up party, but we were invited to something, if I recall. Does Trayvok mention anything of that out loud? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That would be the Winter Gala in two days. However, um, and Victor kind of looks at Charlie. Do you want to go home tonight? It's up to you, I mean, but my outlook might be catching up there might be an all day thing. It's still early in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we better get this over and done with, Vic. All right, then. If we make the appearance, then we can then move up out the city without the stress of them finding out and then dealing with the consequences after. All right, then. I suppose we should go. And at some point during this conversation, uh, Vic's father might notice a bottle of Evermeat on the table. Oh, oh, what is what is this, Victor? Um, It's a good from... Salea, would you care to inform him? You know more about the stuff other than I do. Let's just say that thanks to your son, you might have a potential to acquire more of this in the future. He kind of like picks the bottle up and looks it over. Oh, I have heard of this. It's very, very hard to get this on the mainland. I have three more bottles. I'm my person. We're going to talk about getting this over here at some point. If we could be... The suppliers of this. The sole proprietors is my goal. That would be immense. Mm, wouldn't it? We can talk later. You yep. should take Charlie home. Yes, I... For yeah. real this time. <laughs> you and Mother try this and please let Javier and Eliza try some as well. Of course. And you see Julia like, um... And I Julia. Yes! And like Catherine's like, absolutely not. She's too young. Half pipe for the half pipe. Half pipe for half pipe. (laughs) I am, excuse you, I am rather tall for my age. Thank you. Hmm. Oh, Julia, um, Mm -hmm. remind me to show you something cool later. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, I'm pretty sure I told somebody that we're going to Waterdeep. Is there a port in this town? There is a port in this town. Yarkris is going to the port. You're going to go to the port. Yarkris looking for that dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going to skip Charlie's. You are going to have to go through the dock ward, which Charlie and Victor could tell you. That gets very dangerous at night. You want me to keep mm-hmm. an eye on him? I'm sorry, who are you asking? I'm asking everybody else. You want me to keep an eye on Yarkris make sure he doesn't get into trouble down by the docks? I mean, I don't want to inconvenience the party with my family matters if if you all want to go to check out the dock ward together it might be the safer route i think yarkris might need an escort but my thinking is salaya might not be the best one to send she is a princess sending a princess in dock ward well i was insinuating that they all accompany i feel like trayvok and octa and solitaria could all pretty much take care of the rest you're saying i can't handle myself vic after all we've been through no i'm saying that you're a very attractive offer for oh you think i'm attractive she she kind of (laughs) throws a jab at you (laughs) 
Waterdeep is home to a lot of person trafficking, but hmm, you know what? Fine. I think Charlie might have the right idea. Did you just say what I think you just said? I'm what? sorry. I'm going to burn this city to the ground. Please don't. It's not all that. I'm just saying in terms okay, of a hostage situation, Saleya makes an attractive prospect. True. Also, there is the counterpoint of Charlie's family does live in the castle ward for nobility. Having princess might be helpful, but it's up to Charlie. Fine. No, it's Go up to, to Charlie. That was just, this was only my thoughts there. Charlie, what do you think? I mean, I have plenty of standing in the castle ward my own, but if Salia wanted to come, she's welcome to. I mean, I'm not trying to speak for anybody in the party and tell anybody where they should and shouldn't go. I was just merely saying that my matters of fame will probably just be drama and nothing of delight for anybody. And I wouldn't want to force anybody in the party to attend that. So what do y'all think? Trevok, you wouldn't happen to have another magical bird, would you? I believe that I do. Uh, what for? How many more do you got? Uh, give me one second. <laughs> it's like one or two. We've we've been passing these things out like candy. But I mean, also, we are in a giant city, and I'm sure that uh, more can be obtained. Yeah, we, we should obtain a few more of those. Okay. Ah, for, for uh, Trevok, like, like the, the, the reason suddenly dawns over, and, and uh, yeah, that's fair. If That's only fine. you were fucking completely clued in on the reason why. But yes, yes, definitely more for um, for for other things. Yeah, for your friend. Maybe I have <laughs> some other people I need to get to contact with. Okay. Well, I'm 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 happy to go shopping with you, and uh, you know, keep an eye out if that's what you need. Well, uh, Charlie, not to presume, but would would you like me to come with you? Well, Victor, if you wanted to, I would be delighted to have you accompany. I would love to. Do I, know, I remember, you, Joe, you told me this last time. How much do I know about the dock word? Well, that was I, your old stomping grounds. Right. So I... I. You know the place very well. Yeah. So so I guess I would say if we are going to the dock word, I think that's probably the only place I would feel... Yeah. But it has been a while. Yep. But it would be like riding a bicycle for Akka. Yeah. So if if we if we are or if some of us are going there, then I can definitely walk us through as best as I can remember. Alright, so we're splitting the party. Yep. Sure are. These always work out great. I love it when they split the party. This should be somewhat fine. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Go wrong. Yeah, I feel like those are words you put on your gravestone. Charlie and Victor and Okta all know that during the day, the dock ward is perfectly safe. Yeah. It's watched over. It's it's patrolled by guards, by city watch. But as soon as that sun goes down, guards are almost nowhere to be seen. How much daylight do we have left? It is about probably like one o'clock in the afternoon, one thirty. Okay, are we talking like daylight savings time? Or Fuck talking daylight about savings time. That doesn't exist in my world. Fuck daylight savings time. <laughs> well, I'm just asking. His question just, wasn't what time it was. It was how much sunlight was there left. Yeah, I guess. Feel, sorry, DM. As a person with keen mind, how many <laughs> hours left before sunset? Sunsets, sun will set will, you, will probably happen around like 8.30, about like 9 o'clock is when the sun starts going down. But you're probably going to be want to be out of the dock ward before the sun starts going down. So you have plenty of time. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we depending on how long whatever we're doing there takes, we could go there and then try to meet up or at the very least get out of the dock ward. Oh, yeah. So my question is, Yarkus, did you finish the rings? No, we need to work on that. I would have finished 
Well, no, because unless we stay, no, because we haven't had a night since I bought the silver. Mm-mm. Nope. We haven't gotten to sleep since I've bought the silver. Yeah, we just bought the silver like two hours ago. Yep. Yeah. So no, I have not completed the ring. Right. I have one complete. I just don't have the other completed. Do you, is it yours completed or his completed? His. His. Because I would have completed his first. I mean, like you could just do yours later, but you yeah. do you. You could do you. I don't know what you're planning. I don't know what any of you motherfuckers are ever planning. First, the birds. Hmm? What about birds? We need uh, m- messenger birds because I don't have the skills you all have. You all could talk into each other's heads. I don't have that ability. <laughs> he, well, he he wants to go shopping for the paper birds that I send to my son. To, to be fair, I believe Victor and I are the only ones that have it. Yeah, blue one has some. Kind I think of ability. yeah. Soteria Soteria has it too. I was gonna say Trevok Trevok would interject that he uh, he also has the power to put messages into people's heads, but it's mostly messages of fear and that they should run. <laughs> See, I thought he was going to say power to put messages in people's head after he's bashed their skull Ooh, open. <laughs> yeah, it's this, called, it's th- called that's true. I there's there's no room to just put the message in there. Yeah. <laughs> Once you crack the outer shell, it's yeah. here. It's so easy to get that message so in there. easy to get it in there. Otherwise, there's oh, no room. Oh, look at that. Yarkers can do that too. <laughs> How can I do that too? Oh, right. I have Meat Hammer. Anyways. <laughs> With a really awkward meat hammer. No, the message I give them is bright and shining. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and do Victor and Charlie first. Before they go into the castle ward, Victor is going to kind of call uh, Artemis over. Mm-hmm. Hey, Art, uh, you, you've seen a lot of what we've done. I have. Why don't you go? What did you think of Julie, by the way? She is very sweet. Go tell her everything that we've done since we've been out. At least everything that you remember. Okay. Artemis remembers a lot of cheese. <laughs> Artemis Story does remember time. a lot of cheese. Mm-hmm. Story time with the bird. This sounds fabulous. Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> Are you, you're still, you're just in the foyer of your house, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, I'd assume, yeah. Yeah, so he will not fly because it's like a little cramped. So he'll, he'll like hop down, he'll do the little <laughs> owl hops mm-hmm. to go try and find Julia. It's really cute. It's like really, really cute, you guys. And uh, he's also going to let me know like, we're going to go somewhere else, but we'll be back soon. So, like, I don't want him to freak out when we're gone. <laughs> okay. I will stay with a nice lady. All right. The castle warden. It's been a while. All right. Indeed it has. So, you guys walked to the castle ward where you part ways. Charlie and Victor heading into the castle ward with, of course, obviously being known, having no problems getting in. The rest of you heading your way down towards the dock ward. Charlie, everything looks very similar. The grand manors and houses and mansions. The castle water deep located in the center. And you find yourself subconsciously taking the steps back to your childhood home. Immaculate gardens, not a weed to be seen, sparkling windows, everything in its place, and your home. You catch a glimpse of a maid through one of the front windows going about tidying, and you recognize her as Andra, one of your maids. And then she's gone off doing something else out of your line of sight. What are you doing? Gonna walk up the steps to my home. Do you just walk into the front door? Yeah, I live here. You do live here. This is your home. So you push up in the front door and it catches Andra's attention. And she looks over. Lady Charlotte, you, you're home, Master Victor. She nods. Pleasant well, surprise. She will bow her head. Pardon my intrusion. It's not an intrusion, my lady. You, this is your home. Do your parents know that you're home? I should 
I should go get Winifred. And you know that Winifred is your, uh, she's the head maid. You guys only have two. There's only two maids, but Winifred is the head maid and she was also your nursemaid. Pretty much the woman who raised you. Mm -hmm. And you kind of like have a little like, oh, thank God she's still alive moment because like she helped raise you. She's a little on the older side. Mm-hmm. My parents do not know I'm. That is why I'm here to uh, notify them of my arrival to Waterdeep. Well, um, your father is still at the court, and um, y- your mother is at the shop. Uh, would you like for me to send someone to fetch her? And this comes as a shock to you because your mother doesn't work in a shop. She works from her own personal private studio at home. And the only times when she would like go out to work would be when she was going to Castle Waterdeep. So like the news of her being at a shop is alarming. Uh, There's no need to bother them and disrupt their daily routine. Uh, My mother's at a shop, though? Yes, she's at the... um, I thought perhaps maybe you would know... No, your mother decided to have a partnership with one of the more popular tailors in town. They do quite good work together. She's out of the house almost every day now. Oh, well, I'm sure she's very happy with that arrangement. I know it is quite odd. She's working, but she seems happy. If things might be so bold, I think she does it to take her mind off you being gone. She and your father miss you very much. I'm sure they do. I'll go get Winifred. Your room is still the same way it always has been. There are some things from your mother in there. Thank you. And then she hurries off to go get Winifred. She'll kind of like let out uh, like the air she was holding in. Well, that's unexpected. Victor puts his hand on Charlie's shoulder and says, things change when you're away. And maybe it's good. I mean, if she says she enjoys it, then it's not a bad thing. Yes. <sighs> well, I um, suppose we'll wait for my nursing maid and then if we just leave um, don't necessarily feel right just hanging around here waiting for them we can just leave them a note and they and then we can tell them they can call upon me at your house maybe maybe that'd be good but i i do think they're i mean she's the one who raised you so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see her and then leave a note it'll be fine and as you're saying this, Andra comes around the corner with this older woman. She looks to be probably in about her 60s. Uh, she's now walking with a cane. She sees Charlie and her face just brightens up. She's just like, oh, is that my Charlie? The only staff member that ever called you Charlie. The only person in your home that ever called you Charlie. And she like hobbles over to you and like reaches up, touches your cheek. You have been gone for too long. I'm sorry, dear. I had adventures to be had and things to write and people to meet. You were always such an adventurous child. Your mother, your leaving changed her. Um. Sorry to hear that if it was for the worst. Charlie, you really should talk to her. Have you been up to your room yet? I have not. I think maybe you should go see it. It should should we send for your parents? I would hate to disrupt their day. I would simply leave a note and then they can call upon me when they have time. Charlie. And with uh Victor's going to try and say this so that the others don't hear. Just I think if if you don't want to do this right now, then that's fine. I completely understand. But I think also this might be a situation where you leave it to them whether or not this would be an injury. You can send for them and let them know that where you'll be. That might be a fair compromise. That's fair. You can see her like hands are shaking a little. I don't think that Victor's taking his hand off her shoulder. So he does like the reaffirming, reaffir- reassuring squeeze. You don't want to. That's fine. Just I'm sorry. I Maybe I spoke out of turn. No, Victor, you were always the logic in this craziness. Let's 
go to my room and take it minute by minute. Okay. You're right here. What the fuck up, Aaron? Having a moment here. <laughs> Sorry. We're having a traumatic moment here. <laughs> yeah, Abby's dealing with her emotional trauma, <laughs> with her emotional damage. You dealt with your emotional damage. Emotional nobody did damage. Bow wows to your emotional damage. I mean, I didn't say nobody could either. But, but at least your parents can't get any worse. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> that's, Fair enough. That's, wow, zing. Okay. <laughs> Are you w- letting them send for your parents? I'm going to tell her that she can send a note to my mother to a- notify her that I have returned to the city and that I have stopped by. Uh, and if I am not here, that I can be found at. Uh, and I tell her to just notify my father when he comes home because he is very important duties at court and I wouldn't want to interrupt them. They were going to do that while you head up to your room. You make your way upstairs into your room and everything is exactly how you left it. Sheets freshly laundered, not a speck of dust to be seen, everything in its place, just like the rest of the house. Only there's one thing out of place because it wasn't there when you left. And that is sitting next to your desk on the floor are several woven baskets. In these baskets, you see dozens upon dozens upon dozens of unmailed letters, all addressed to you in your mother's handwriting. Charlie will approach the letters. They're in a basket, you said? Yeah, there's like a couple of baskets because... One got full and then they needed another one and then that one got full and so now they're on like the third or fourth basket. She'll reach down with a shaky hand and pull a letter out and just kind of like stare at it. So you can tell that the letters, like there are older ones that look like they were dated back when you like first left and kind of just like leafing through them. You see that when you first left, they were few and far between, but they got more and more frequent and also thicker and the one you pull out is one that you where you had been gone for probably about five years charlie uh charlie will turn and look at victor and you can see like tears start pulling in her eyes victor looks very emotional too and says if you want to read them then i think that would be a good idea but if you find yourself questioning something that i've learned is sometimes not everything that should be said needs to be heard or needs to be said needs to be heard it's up to you I just want you to know that if you decide that you want a fresh start I don't think that makes you bad there's a lot of emotions here and it's your choice if you want to be in them Charlie will kind of like sniffle and like you can see like the tears are like actually pouring like rolling down her cheeks now like she's not like sobbing but like you can see Mm -hmm. that she is crying and she's gonna just nod her head and like let the letter like her arm will fall and like let the letter just fall back into the basket she'll she'll kind of like stutter and she'll be like i don't i don't know if i can read them maybe and victor kind of looks around and sees that there are some of the thin ones at the beginning goes if you want to i wouldn't start when they're quite so long that might be hard i know when i left my conversations with dad were a lot less intense in the beginning maybe that would be it i don't know I'm sorry. There's no right answer here. I'm only trying to help. Charlie will look for, I'm assuming one, probably like the closest one to her desk. Looks like it has the older ones. Yeah. Are they dated? You said? 
Yeah, they're dated. And it's, it looks as though they are in, like, chronological order. When is the first note? The first letter was sent, not sent, but dated about two weeks after you left. Charlie will grab that one. Okay. I don't know that I want to read this here, though. I think that I think that we should find our friends and make sure that they don't get themselves in too much trouble. And my parents will call me, call upon me when they are ready and we will visit them at their leisure. Okay. Uh, would you like to leave a note? And Victor pulls out his emerald pen. Fancy. I think your mother seeing something written from you in this room might smooth some waters. Charlie will pull out some old parchment that she has on her desk and she will write visiting Waterdeep for a few days. Look forward to seeing you. And she signs it. Love, Charlotte. All right. Above table real quick. Are we done with the scene? Uh, I think so. Unless Charlie wants to do anything else. Nope. Charlie. Abby's like, that's enough emotional damage for me. I'm ready to go. All right. So we'll go to the rest of everybody else at the dock ward. Yeah. So birds. Yeah, well, you do have to walk through the trades ward, which as you guys are walking through the trades wards, trying to find a magic shop. There's obviously like posters every once in a while. And one that keeps reoccurring and especially pops out to you, Okta, is a wanted poster for an individual known as the Crimson Raven with a reward on their head of 10,000 gold pieces. Is that someone I would know? Yes. You recognize the alias. Furiously checking my memories. Really racking your brain. Yeah, really racking my brain. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think I had just the name you gave me. Okay. So yeah, I'm seeing so that person is wanted. Yes. Interesting. But it's really nothing new. Like okay. plenty of people in the Zentarum are always wanted. I mean, I guess I don't know if I'm wanted, but I'm they wouldn't be happy if they found me. <laughs> so I guess we're in the same boat. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely keep that in mind as we're walking around. Any other, is it 10,000 gold? 10,000 gold. Okay. Where would they have normally hung out? I mean, how, because like, how did we leave? Okay. Let me send you another message. Yeah, sorry. I, I'm more, I'm more just trying to think of like how we left each other, left off. I'm assuming not well. Uh, it's not that you left on bad terms. It's that you left and didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Which, Yeah. <laughs> which I mean, like, could be the which equivalent. Is, which is bad term. Uh, okay, interesting. Okay, I, I guess I, I for right this second, I think I just keep that in mind uh, as we're 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 still just walking through the trades ward, right? Yep. Okay, I keep that in mind. You do manage to find a magic shop that sells paper birds, so you, you can go ahead and Wait, mark off. How many you got? Uh, they have a lot. How many is a lot? They probably have about... Uh, Alex, do you remember how much? Uh, they come in random packs. Give me give me one second to look it up. Yeah. Uh, I think I think like half a dozen maybe in a pack. Yeah, they come in a small flat, flat box containing uh, 1d6 plus three sheets of parchment. So like three to nine in a pack, basically. Yeah, you can... Let's just say you can buy them in packs of three, six, or nine. Wow. Trayvok, how many do you need? I'm just going to grab the six. How much did we decide they were going to cost? I don't remember. Hold on. I think I have it written down. I was going to say, I definitely do not remember. <laughs> it was. It has been in I'm real time about. quite a while. It has been a while since we had to buy them. Let me, I know I wrote them down. Give me a second to try to find the page. Boats, if you're not aware of what's going on or the readers... We're currently looking to purchase origami bird cranes, basically, that you can 
<clears throat> send across the world to other people. It's basically like a bird version of sending. That sounds awesome. Favorite birds, 120 gold pieces for nine pieces. Okay. So then it's 80 for six and 40 for three, mm-hmm. presumably. Yeah. Also, real quick, the uh, the wanted posters I saw, I, I thought I remember you saying that they were wanted, like the Zentarum wanted them. Or are they wanted posters like the city guard is on the lookout for that person? I'm sorry, the... the you, you said I saw the wanted posters for, uh, I think you said the Red Raven? The Crimson Raven. The Crimson Raven. Those. That's the city guard is... On yes. The yeah, okay. That makes more sense. Sorry. So are y'all buying birds? Yes, I'm going to buy yeah. a six-pack. Okay. So that's 80? Yeah, that's 80 for each of us. Not to immediately double back, but I, wh- why don't why don't we buy more than that just in case anybody because we do not have our full party with us. So so I'll just take the nine. So we have a couple extra and we can pass them out when we get back. Right. They're so expensive. They're magical items. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So you guys got your paper birds. I immediately write. You also pass by a shop that kind of catches your eye. It's a clothing shop, and it reads Sunstar Silks and Fine Clothes. And then it kind of looks like it was added on at the bottom with designs by Shantae Demir. And I suppose that means something to us. Uh, well, mm-hmm, to... Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that any of it means any of it to them. What it means to... What it means to Okta Soteria, if she were here, because I'm pretty sure she was the qu- person who asked the original question, and Saleya, the Sunstar <laughs> Silks and Fine Clothes, you remember that that is the shop, because I believe Soteria asked the very first time you met Iovana, where do you get the clothes for your workers? And she told you it was a seamstress in Waterdeep that owns the Sunstar Sil- Silks and Fine Clothes. But that's something that we can come back to. Neat shop, whatever. <laughs> but you did pass it. Yeah, Yarkris, y'all kind of stopped because like, ooh, clothing. Yarkris is just like doc, stock, 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 nope. stock, stock. Actually, Yarkris is standing there writing out something on one of those paper birds already. Mm, okay. Uh, I like the idea paper. that you're just like scribbling on an alley wall, like with the paper up against the wall. Yeah, I assume he like bought it, ripped open the pack and was just like writing it. Like, can I borrow your pen? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because if there's one thing we learned, Yarkris doesn't carry any kind of writing utensils. No, I carry cooking utensils. This is true. All right. I get a lot more done with cooking than I do with writing. All right. I believe you can write 50 words on them. Okay. Hang on. Uh, I don't know exactly what to put. It's fine. You don't need to like write out every single 50 word thing that you wanted. Who are you sending it to? And what do you, what's the gist of it? Clarinol Arin. I'm sorry, what? Clarinol Arin. I don't know what that means. Try it again. Trayvok's like he's been possessed. Yep. <laughs> he's speaking in tongues. Nope, nope. There's somebody certain. It's Clarinol Arin. Are, are you having a stroke, bud? No, they're I'm not. Clarinol Claritin. Clarinol? Clarinol. Are you saying that this is their name? Yes. You know what would be really cool? Is Is if the DM knew who that NPC was? Yeah, is this your I know a guy or some shit? Is this your I know a guy? No. Is this just Gandalf spelled backward? It's a brood dragonborn former slave. I'm still really confused as the DM because I don't know who this NPC is. Notes. Uh, Let me me spell out the name real quick. C-L-A-A-R-N-A-L. 
A-R-R-I-N-N. Ah, yes. Claritin XTC. This is in the DM's notes when I first arrived. It's about a certain group that I'm a part of. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Now that he's like, oh, it's a certain group. I was like, oh, okay. Ah, okay. Yeah, I know you're... Okay. Alrighty. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, I just... I haven't looked at those names in literally months. I know, because we never brought them up ever. Nope. Hmm. Ever, 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 ever. Okay. Clarnal Aaron. Yes. You're sending a, a paper bird to him. Yeah. Chain Lords in Waterdeep. In message. Oh. Send tweet. Send tweet. Oh. Send tweet. I mean, it's, oh. it's literally a tweet. No, this... To an individual person. This actually would follow into something here. I was going to do this as a joke with a different message. Yarkris, mm-hmm. you hear Victor's voice in your head. Oh. Forgive me for the assumption, but do you know who the Chain Lord is? That would require me to roll a history, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. You just messaged someone that someone's there. Okay. 22. Oops. You have no idea who the Chain Lord is. Okay. I have no idea who the Chain Lord is. I've heard the name okay. recently, but I figured considering what little you've passed to me. Victor doesn't know shit, but he knows Yarger's involved with slaves. Some shit's going on there. And he's like, look, we also had to deal with slave shit. So this is our touch point. All right. Yeah. I mean, uh, and if you are, if you are just like very hastily writing this down, I just kind of like look over and see that you've written chain Lords here sent tweet. Uh, and then I, I just see, Oh, you also know the chain Lord. Mm. I know nothing about him. Just that name sends a message to like considering the organization I'm part of. I'll, I'll go ahead and give the backstory to this part. I'm part of the chain breakers. So anybody named chain Lord, you want to break those chains? Yeah. Good yeah, question. Pretty straightforward. Do you say any of that <laughs> message or sending? Hmm? Do you say any of that back to Victor in sending? Oh, you sent that message to me? Okay. Yeah, it was a yeah. sending. Yeah. I heard name Chain Lord. I am part of a anti-slave group called Chainbreakers. You've heard of this group once before that I know of. So sending doesn't work with a second reply. So Charlie just hears Victor go, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> All right. So where are we going, you guys? Where do you want Okta to take you? Do we do we meet up with like or I, I guess uh, have, if they have finished with their castle ward stuff, are we meeting up with them first? With I Charlie don't know. And I don't know. Maybe I should find out if uh, in here. Your chain lord is here. Okay. And then out of the shadows steps the chain lord. Now, <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Well, I I also love the like the assumption the chain lord is here. You don't actually. I don't know if you know that the chain lord is here. <laughs> Yeah, you don't actually yeah. know that. You just you've just heard the name Chain Lord. <laughs> they could be on vacation. Jeez. I didn't say Chain Lords here, like right then. I just said Chain Lords in Waterdeep. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I don't know. Trayvox Tra- mostly here as as the helping hand. Um, I don't I don't know that I have anywhere particular in the dock ward that I want to go, but I suppose that the other two might. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just gonna say if, if we are waiting for victor and charlie before we like head back because it's still probably light out i assume then i would have i might have information that might be helpful i need to go see the dock master at least to see if the wind grace is there do we meet up and then go where's the dock master anybody know where the dock master is i would maybe know that yeah you would know where like the dock master's building would be so yeah I, i guess like 
are we waiting and then going, or are we just going straight there? What would we be waiting for? Who are or we Char- waiting for? Charlie Victor and Victor. Did they tell us they were coming? No, they I mean, did not. You guys I guess that's true. Boys. That's true. Okay, then let's just go. Okay, so... Party split. Still. <laughs> you tried, Octa. I tried. Folks <laughs> does not want the party to be split. My, my inner DM was like, hey, this is a great opportunity. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I guess I would know where that is. It's right here. It's this building right here. I'm going to mark so, it. As we're going through the docks, does it look kind of the same as I left it? Or is there any major changes that I would that would catch my eye? Uh, no, it doesn't look like really much of anything has changed. Maybe a few new buildings, maybe a few changes. But other than that, I think Octa would probably be more would probably be more focusing on certain people, like certain shops and areas. Like, do the people still look the same? Do I notice any suspicious people hanging around? Do I recognize give me, any of those give people? Me a perception check. That seems like a perfect use for that. Uh, my perception's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Eighteen. What I'll give you is you kind of have to do a double take because as you pass by a narrow alleyway and just as you pass it, you think, wait, did I just see someone down there? Perhaps it was a cloaked figure and a kind of a knowing smirk on their face. And but by the time you go back and look, there's no one there. Um, I do the dumb thing and I just tell the party, like, hold up one sec. And then I just kind of take a few steps into the alley and look up. Give me a perception check. Good. 24 with a nat. Hell yeah. With a nat 20. So you look up because that's just your reflex from what you've learned living in the forest before you hear a somewhat familiar sound of like a grate raking over cobblestone. And you think, shit, that's right. I'm in the city. I need to look down. But the person's long gone. At least see. But you do know you kind of like turn another like the end of the alley. It kind of like splits off and you look down one side and you do see a grate that probably leads to the sewers and you know that by the time you even get down there you're not going to be able to find them yeah once they go the sewers are the sewers are a maze yeah you know your way around but they could have gone any multitude of ways yeah and you know that there's a high probability that they're going to know you're back so step out of the alley and just say just the wind let's let's keep moving okay I was going to say, Trayvok is very convinced that it was the wind and that we should do it. And my hood is already pulled up, but I'm pulling it even tighter around my head and I feel very exposed right now. All right. So Okta does lead you through the rest of the dock ward and you start to hear the sound of seabirds, the waves crashing on the shore and reach past that final row of houses and you see the open water, you see the docks filled with boats. Yarkris, well, I guess everybody can give me a perception check. Everybody? Uh, everybody except for Charlie and Victor because they ain't there. That's a 21. 13. 14? A 21 from Octa and... Yep. No, 21 from... Oh, so Octa, Octa and Yarkris both rolled a 21. You, Octa is starting to lead you towards the Dockmaster's building, but... A certain ship catches your eye. Oh. It appears that you're not going to have to ask the dockmaster where the wind grace is. It's here. I just lean over. Is that the ship you're looking for? You just see Yarker snap his fingers <laughs> and his mouth pops out. <laughs> and he starts flying towards the dock. I love that. Wait, can we not fly now? <laughs> no, it just full speed. 
full sprint. Okay. I try to keep up. Uh, I, I activate my wings. I have those, right? That's yeah, you do. Have. You have your wings of fire. Uh, and I start flying past him or next to him, uh, telling Trayvok to run again. <laughs> yeah, just keep Holy, up. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, you guys. I really That's... don't have a carpet. I don't think I have a carpet on me because I'm... Octa has had the wings of flying. Wait, I have a carpet so on me. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Soleil like whips off the carpet, like kind of like very diff- with a lot of difficulty, like helps me up onto it. Hopefully, because I otherwise- love it. How long when- does the wings of flying last? One hour. Um, and I can't use them again for one d twelve hours after I'm done. Hmm. Okay. Wow, you guys, Octa finally <laughs> used the wings of flying. Wait, is this the first time you've seen my wings? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, we know you have them, but yes, correct. You've never yeah. used them. Cool. Actually, yeah. Darkris doesn't know shit about Octa besides he was there. Yeah. So I guess I I, I, leap, I leap into the well. You're Yorkus is you're you're like on your horse, right? I am on a blue dragon or blue oh, drake. I am not sick. on a horse. Okay. So I just leap in the air and my cloak just becomes these gigantic back bat wings. And then I'm just like flying and trying to keep up with you. And uh, I very like one of those things where it's like maybe in the corner of your eye, you can just see this like weird giant bat thing moving towards you. And they look well, back. I, 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 I guess I'm going to look and then look into your eyes first. You look into my eyes. Uh huh. Hey, this is weirdly what's, intimate. What's so cool oh. about what's so cool about this boat? <laughs> <laughs> You know when we get there, but your Octa eyes are right, so whatever. Go. <laughs> okay. Octa does recognize this. Maybe boat. not this version of Octa. This is this is this is the boat of his fiance. Ah, okay. not, not yet. Not yet. Well, we we know it's the boat of his fiance. His fiance doesn't know that yet. <laughs> <laughs> his fiance doesn't know that he's his fiance yet. Yep, yep. It's weird how it can sometimes happen if he says yes. Oh. <laughs> Oh. oh, look, everyone has feels now. Oh, no. <laughs> it's oh, the feels, RP, y'all. Say yes, either. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want which to which would be illegal yes. and wrong. Yes. That would be wrong. That would be very wrong. <laughs> be funny, though. I was going to say, I, I have the command spell, but we, okay. we just so keep going. So, you, you do make it to the, the Wind Grace. And, you know, it looks as though they've been docked for a while. They're tied up. The sails are up. But you do see a couple of deckhands on the deck. You recognize... Find Aoric and the captain immediately. Yeah, you see... uh, Yeah, it's Linus, the Lokalath. The little fish person. Hi, Linus. Find the captain and Aoric immediately, please. He kind of, like, does a little, like, salute with his fin hand thing. (laughs) And, like, waddles off with his, like, pet otter samson or seal whatever samson is following after him uh you do see at some point because you told you you did send aaric a bird saying that hey come to Waterdeep, we're gonna be there yeah okay didn't say how long or when but said we'd eventually be there so you see it's a a minute goes by and you hear this pounding these pounding footsteps 
coming up from below deck. Are you like on the ship? Or are you like off? Still on the I have not asked permission to come aboard yet. Therefore, I am not on the ship. You hear these pounding footsteps and Eric breaks out from like underneath below deck and runs to the edge of the ship. Right before he gets to the edge of the ship, I'm going to touch Yarkers and turn him invisible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I think I still, I think I still have that spell. Let me double check. Oh god, we still, still have it. That's so good. That's so fucking good. I love it so much. Oh Jesus Christ. Wait, well I can't do that, but oh. I'm gonna have to mention for us behind. Eric. You're gonna what? Oh, you're in dimension door behind Eric? Oh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 Eric. Wait, you don't have invisibility? McKay, McKay, no, you still have sad. polymorph. Oh, right, I do. Oh, yes. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm gonna turn Yarkers into a frog. This is not okay. Yarkers has to make a saving throw. Oh, <laughs> uh, what kind of saving throw? What does save? Oh, Ooh, that's a plus 12, buddy. Oh, plus no. 12? Oh, yeah, his yeah. <laughs> my wisdom. I should have done the dimension door. I'm sorry, Aaron. I tried. You itch it. I'm so sorry. I got a 25, bud. God damn it. You ruined my prank. <laughs> sorry. Oh, fucking hell. Because <laughs> what do you get? Your your saving throws are a plus what now? Well, let's Love see. My strength is wins. a plus 8. Dex is a plus 3. Khan is a plus 7. Charisma is a plus 10. Wisdom is a plus 12, and intelligence is a plus 6. I just want to say, for both McKay and the viewers, I'm sorry. I was trying to let it be funnier, and I fucked up. Oh, I God. knew that probably wasn't going to work. That's why I decided to do the dimension. It's okay. I, I'm, I'm sorry. You said no. Yarkers, I guess I didn't door. update your saving throws. <laughs> what was it? What was? What were they again? Strength is a plus 8. Dexterity is a plus 3. Constitution is a plus seven. Intelligence is a plus six. Wisdom is a plus twelve. And charisma is a plus ten. Something stupid, fucking ridiculous to never yes. use fucking wisdom <laughs> against you. <laughs> and that's a lot of spellcasters. <laughs> yeah. okay. Fine, thinking quickly. <laughs> so like, I use this minor illusion just to make it look like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> As funny as I think it is. It's almost funnier I for th- Eric to run up and see Saleya trying to cast spells <laughs> and them failing, though. Yeah, that's also funny. <laughs> like, that's so on brand. He, like, gets all excited and then he, like, sees Saleya trying to cast a spell on Yarkris and he just, like, raises an eyebrow and it's just like... What are you doing? <laughs> Why? I didn't do anything, I swear. You do know that she tried to cast a spell on you. I've been fireballed by this woman. It, what? <laughs> it, Multiple it times. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. And he just like hops off the side of the ship into the water and then like climbs up on it out of the deck and just pulls you into a big hug. Sopping wet. He doesn't care. He's assuming you don't care. Oh. <laughs> I pick him up and swing him. That's like that's literally the gayest thing I've ever heard of. We do a twirl. <laughs> oh my god, that's so gay. A minor gay. illusion of rainbow above their heads. Sounds gay. Oh, that's I'm even in. gayer. Oh, I have missed you. I missed you too. It's hasn't been that long, but it's been a while. It's been a couple months, to be fair. No, it hasn't. It's not okay. Above Everybody. table, no, it hasn't been a couple of months. 
it's been like it's been like three weeks it's been like hold on i can tell you exactly how long it's been since you last saw him well we spent two weeks in one one area you left evermeet on the fourth of deep winter and it is now the 26th so it has been 22 days yeah we've been teleporting a lot bud don't forget that okay, it's trapped all the while. It's been 22 days, but who's counting when it's love? It feels like forever. Oh, God. What Apparently you're that? counting. Guess I should give you my present then. A present? More or less. I... T- okay. There are Chris Neal's. Lord. Oh, God. Charlie's going to be so pissed. <laughs> oh, Charlie's going to be so pissed. <laughs> How could you do this to her? <laughs> you see his face kind of like falls a little bit. Yarkris. And I produce a ring. There's silence for like a solid few seconds. And at this point, the other people have like gathered on the edge of the ship. Kyrora is there and Kyrora is like, oh my God, it's happening. And but like other people are there too. And they're kind of like the rest of the deckhands start like, and you just see do you say anything else? You just pull out the ring. You don't say anything. I say, would you make me the happiest dragon on this rock we call whatever the name of this rock? Is <laughs> <laughs> on this plane of existence, do mind that this ring is not complete yet. There's one more thing I must do to it before I can truly allow you to have it. What the fuck? <laughs> no, are you serious? I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't. Silas, fuck! Silas just like, he's just like laughing his ass off. Who is like, you guys know he's the guy that's like always up in the crow's nest. Eric just like throws his hand up and he's just like, he has like one hand over his face. And he just like throws his other hand up. He's like, fuck it. And like Silas is like, (laughs) nice. And Silas kind of like just up the crow's nest. Or he goes over and he doesn't have to go up in the crow's nest to do this. He like goes over and he lets loose a rope and the sail, like the mainsail of the ship comes billowing down. Painted on the sail says, marry me in a question mark. (laughs) (laughs) You just see Eric just like, God fucking damn it. (laughs) And he like reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a small box and he opens it and there's like, a silver ring in there and it's it was like made to look like woven rope you beat me to it (laughs) but i mean obviously yes (laughs) you see all the people up on the deck some of them are like groaning and some of them are like called it and they're like money starts exchanging hands And uh, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll go over and we'll do the things that Victor wants to talk to Charlie about really quick. And then we'll call it a night after that because it is 1030. Alrighty. I've had that planned for months. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, Charlie's going to be so fucking pissed. (laughs) I cannot wait. (laughs) Yes, but yes, but. I'm assuming that Victor and Charlie are on their way back to the veterinary estate. Yeah, but about midway through, I imagine there's some kind of like city garden. Yeah, I would say that there's probably a a garden in the the castle ward. Yeah, there's probably several. So as they're entering like the city garden, Victor kind of slows his roll and does. Sorry to viewers and also Octa, who doesn't know this about me, but the whole (sighs) deep sigh kind of thing. 
So, Charlie, I know this probably, there's not a right time to bring this up, any kind of question like this, but I have to ask you, did you leave because you were worried about your family, yourself, or, I'm sorry, just, I understand that you had your reasons, and please know that I don't hold them against you, I only want to understand why, why, why didn't you tell me you were leaving? Charlie will also take, like, this eye, and she'll kind of just, like, look down at her hand, you you have to understand that 10 years ago, I knew nothing about who I was or what I was. And you and your sister was truly the only good things I had, the only good things about this place that I even cared about. And so when I finally, I finally decided that I needed to know and that I couldn't, my parents made me do things because of my gifts. And I hated myself for it and I didn't want to do it any longer and I wanted to find out who and what I was but I didn't want to drag you into this and I was terrified that you would see me as a monster. Victor gives a very wry smile at that. I um, I understand more than you did then and I hope as much as you do now. I, I only had to ask. I know our marriage originally was planned between our families, and it was more, would you become a veterinary more than anything else? And uh, Victor looks down at his hand with the mystery signet ring, starts kind of fiddling with his hand. I understand how things are around here, and there are a few people in the city who understand the diplomacy game quite the way that my family does. I know that you know that, so why... I ask this the very specific way that I do. And he pulls the mystery signet ring off of his hand. I'm not asking you to be a veterinary. I'm asking, will you see this through the rest of the way with me? And he offers up the veterinary signet ring to Charlie. Charlie just kind of looks at him, smiles. Victor, I'd go to the ends of the world with you. Yes, I'll see you through however, wherever and wherever that takes us. I'm fangirling so hard over here right now. Soleil is going to be upset she wasn't there for this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Does this mean we get to have a double wedding? No. No. Charlie's absolutely not. It needs to be my day. No, No, you have to wait wait until we rescue my girlfriend and get engaged, and then we have to have a triple wedding. No, because how is Charlie supposed to be the best woman at Yarkris's wedding exactly. if she's at her own wedding too. Like, duh. Come on, guys. Think about it. Alright, all in one weekend. We have a Friday wedding, a Saturday wedding, a Sunday wedding. <laughs> Victor holds out his hand to uh, uh, offer it up to Charlie. Charlie, being an independent woman, will take the ring and place it on her own finger. He smiles and goes along with that. <laughs> I, wish it had, I wish it was yours, but oh. we'll figure out what the R mean. Yeah. You can you we'll can get a new out. one made. It's okay. You can get a new one made. Yeah, we're, we're back in town. I can pay to have another one with a V. It, it, but we'll call this a promise of a V. <laughs> it's a promise <laughs> ring! <laughs> God I, damn it. I am such a happy DM right now. Engage using somebody else's ring. Most ghetto so royal proud. engagement ever. <laughs> I'm so proud. You know what, guys? I think that's a good time to call it for the night. That's a lot of emotions. <laughs> that was a that was a whole ass roller coaster. I'm just gonna title this episode the roller coaster. And that's it. No context, just the roller coaster. Oh 
I'm okay with that. The uh, the other part can follow up tomorrow, or not tomorrow, next week. <laughs> oh god, there's more than that? I thought, oh god. There were those things, Julie said something last week that Victor has been gnawed at since. <laughs> what did what did Julia say last week? I haven't seen Dad's wings. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she hasn't seen Dad's. She said she hasn't seen Dad's wings since Ateus yeah. died. Yeah. Side note, Charlie would also like to have a little conversation with uh, Julia. Oh, God. Yeah, that can that can wait till next week. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. This is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot. It's good. Chris is also not done talking to Eric, but all right. Uh, it's Guys, it's 1040. I know. <laughs> we got to call it. Oh, man, you guys. That, Victor, I did not see that coming at all. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Oh, man. Now I'm really excited for next session. <laughs> Holy shit. Charlie's gonna be really fucking pissed that she missed the Yarkris proposing. But, like, at the same time, how mad can she be now that she has Victor's ring on her finger? Wow. <laughs> I think probably still pretty mad. Yeah. It's gonna be like, Yarkris is gonna be like, well, well you got engaged. That's a That's beyond the point. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not the important part here. The deal didn't work that way. Oh, man. I'm sorry. There's still things you could do, help me do while I help you do things. All right, do y'all want to do the outro? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, let's go ahead. Anyway, welcome. or No, welcome. I am. I My mind is blown right now. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the end. There we go. Welcome to the end of the episode. Nailed it. Got it in one. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, anyway, yeah, thanks for listening to whatever this was. That was a lot. I'm tearing up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inspirational Crits. My name is Joey, and I'm the DM. Our players include Abby as Charlie, Aaron as Salea, Havoc as Yarkris, Alex as Trayvok, Geek as Victor, and Zach as Okta. We'll catch you in the next one. Remember, stay weird. Hey, you can't be. Hey, you can't be mean to gay people this month. That's a hate crime. I'm not being mean. (laughs) (laughs) If you're mean to gay, if you're mean to gay people during Pride Month, that's a hate crime. Sure, pranks and pranks are the same as hate crimes. Okay, that's a thing now. <laughs> the oh, whoopee cushion of hate. <laughs> the whoopee cushion of hate. <laughs>